0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to part one of the Gen Talk finale. Continuing with the special re release of our series, Stevie, Kelly, and Brittany Ann discuss the topic of cheating and forgiving. If you would like to catch the visual version of this episode, please head over to our YouTube channel. We hope you all enjoy this episode.
1: Hello, my name is Brittany
2: Ann.
3: Hello, my name is Stevie Eskridge.
2: And I'm Kelly Terrazos, and welcome to Millennial Versus Presents Gen Talk. Join us as we discuss our perspectives on cheating and forgiveness.
0: Um, How do you think cheating would change or be different for you, Brittany? Because you are married and you have a child, so the stakes for you are a little bit different for someone who is, you know, six months into a relationship or a year in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The commitment is different. So Mm -hmm. how would you maneuver that situation?
1: It would hurt a lot more because we have a child involved, and she does come first, and she deserves to have a relationship with both of us regardless who hurt who um because you don't need to bring your your anger with your spouse into your kids lives this is an a and b conversation do not bring c into it because um, that can lead some trauma for c when they grow up so you don't want to do that <clears throat> i would honestly probably i hope this never happens but um if it did i um. would I would have to leave. I can't. I won't. I'm worth more than that. And you broke my trust and you hurt me. I'm not a vindictive person like that. Like, I wouldn't keep my child from me because you hurt me. Like, you would still get to see her. Um, like my mom did. Because there are some women, you don't get to see your kids if you make a mistake. I'm not one of those women. You get to see your child. Um, it would I mean, we've got a house together, we got, we got a child together, our cars are in each other's name. I mean, it would just be a lot more difficult, but it, in the end, I, I would leave. That's just me. I am no offense to the people who do choose to stay and try to work it out, because that's your prerogatives, but I'm not a
0: rug you can step on, so
1: that's just, that's just my thing.
0: Strong. <laughs> May I add something to that, like an yeah. additional question, Yeah. and then I'm going to bounce it off to you two. Um, for you, is there a difference between a one-time mistake versus an affair? Or do you think your response would be different or the, the same?
1: Basically, what Laura said, you don't... You can't really control I me. Mean, when you're blackout drunk, you're blackout drunk. However, I think if it's an affair, that's a lot more serious. I, it, man, it really just depends. also depends on who it is, who you cheat on me with or, you know, because if it's... that's. You know, it's a lot of questions, too. That's hard. That's hard to answer, but, yeah. I think affairs hurt worse then. Because, you know, that's a lot of work that you're putting in to hide that from your spouse. See, this is one of the difficulties I
2: have with marriage to begin with. Because I'm a Latina Roman Catholic. I think my mom was in a, in a very abusive relationship for 13 years and would not leave because... She was married in the Catholic Church. And you do not get divorced in the Catholic Church. If you leave, you can, you can get an annulment if it's extreme. Even doing that, even with her being in a relationship where the man was abusive to her and her children and there was proof and there were witnesses, it still took her years for the Catholic Church to approve that as an annulment, as a reason for her to have been able to leave that marriage. And so this is why I have problems with, with marriage. So I don't know that I would ever be in that situation just because I, it would take a lot of trust that I don't know if I'm capable of to enter into that situation because I know that I would not be
3: capable of getting out of bed. After one time it's like, it's over with because who's not to say she can't just go cheat again. You know, if you let it slide the first time, how you know she's not going to go cheat again? You know, and like the blackout drug part, yeah, that's a that's one thing. Like It, dep- it depends on what the situation is or whatever, but, and yeah, the fair, going off of bring you saying, yeah, that's definitely kind of extreme, for sure. And it's definitely going to hurt depending on who they cheated on you with.
0: Question is, do you guys think that previous generations cheated more, or do you guys think... It's about the same. Do you think we get caught more?
2: I think that... I probably think that women cheat more than they did in previous generations just because they didn't have that... Well, they didn't have the ability. Like, they were supposed to be housewives, and men were known for going out and sleeping with their secretaries, and men were allowed to go out and explore the world and adventure and (coughs) do these things, and women were just... Objects yeah. that sat it around the house and looked pretty and waited for their husbands.
1: There's more opportunities to cheat in this world. Social media, the internet. Um. Oh, yeah, you can see it on the internet and real also, hard. And
3: also, social media will get you caught. But, yeah, definitely, uh, I think a new generation definitely cheats uh, more than the previous uh, generation, That, like I uh, previously stated. And it it's both sides, too, men and women.
2: It
0: is.
3: I'm yes. not saying just... Just women more. Like, I think it's about the same. But women do have more opportunities. Women yeah, definitely got, they. yeah, they do. Because they more like, women are like more sneaky with it too.
2: That's not what I mean.
3: I mean, <laughs> they are though. Women are very sneaky. <laughs> with it. The, I mean, sneaky they with it.
2: previously did not have opportunities to leave the house and go find someone to cheat with. Right,
3: right, right. It was like that.
2: I'll <laughs> say men are sneaky.
3: I mean, yeah, for real. We are, but women are way more sneaky. I
1: don't mean men I'm No, women are just smarter. And
3: that too that too i was about to say yeah man we definitely uh we definitely get caught faster than women would get caught yeah because we're pretty simple
4: you said it. i don't even not be going on a tangent i don't even <laughs> think that's the fact that men are simple i think it's the fact that women have to learn how to communicate non-verbally more than men do and i think we pick up on cues that you guys don't because we're taught to right mm-hmm. you're we're taught to be a, like appeasing to other people mm-hmm. to be pleasing to be the world has to like us. Right. So it's like if you're doing something, if I'm like constantly on my phone, like not listening to what you're saying, you might just be like, oh, she's on her phone. I might be like, oh, he's talking to somebody. Right. Like, so it's just the way that we think is just like Mm -hmm. because of how we've been trained. So I don't even think that. Yeah, while there are some stupid men out there. (laughs) I don't think as a whole men are less intelligent than women are. And I don't think as a whole women are more intelligent than men are.
2: It's a personal opinion. <laughs>
3: yep. Ready, to pay it. Ready to pay it.
2: So I actually have a friend who is a gay man and his favorite type is um, married mom because he doesn't think it's really cheating because it's a gay man in a married hetero relationship.
3: Hey, whatever he, <laughs> hey, whatever he likes, he likes. Don't like him to really. speak on with that um, yeah. topic, that situation. Whatever makes them happy, you got it.
1: I mean, you know, there are so. people who only go after married people because they see it as a challenge. I'm not saying your friend's like right. that, but, yeah, I mean, they see it as a challenge, and it makes them feel well, better the when key. they break I guess that wall, I guess, of the the marriage. But,
0: yeah. So let's discuss the ethics of that, though. Like, is that appropriate? Is that okay?
3: Not. Mm. This night. It's
2: not. It's. I think it's more n- nuanced than that because it's the person who is gay and married in a hetero relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't realize at the time or they don't, maybe there's religious aspects, but for some reason they thought that they had to be involved in a hetero relationship to the extent that they married. Right. And so should they, it's, it's difficult. It's a difficult to maneuver because they're clearly unhappy in the relationship in a way that their spouse cannot provide but are they supposed to are we supposed to force them to out themselves on our terms are they just supposed to be sexually frustrated for their entire life Like, what's, what is the solution?
1: That's a really hard situation. Indeed. Because for everyone, some people don't discover their sexuality until later in life. Right. And they could already be married and Mm -hmm. have some kids and, you know, it's, that's hard. That is a hard, hard situation.
4: Oh, so I think I have a question now. So I think you guys have come at it from like an outward angle. But now say you are married to a man who has like, you know, discovered that, hey, this is not what I thought that I wanted. I prefer to have to be in a relationship with a man. How would you feel as said woman to find out that? Obviously, I think that we've established for both of you guys that to find out that my gate art is that broken. <laughs> Good girl. <God. laughs> it's not even that. Like, I think so. The, the example I gave was someone who was, who was um, they're Muslim. So it was very deeply religious that they could not be with another. Sure. Um, I don't, I, I think it'll be okay in here. So it was my friend is a man and he was dating a man. The Short. man he was dating was Muslim. He was expected to marry a woman in his culture, right? Right. So it's not even about like, Yes, like you're saying that you're like, oh, I would have figured it out. But it's right. like if you're in a culture where it's like all men are expected to be heterosexual, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how they act. Maybe they're just more quote unquote feminine and sure. it's okay, you know, or or whatever. Maybe they're not. Right. They're just very masculine, but, but gay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess, well, I agree with you in that there's nuance to it of like, how, how are they supposed to act? Because I think when I originally knew of this I was like that's awful they should just not be married but the more I think about it I'm like well it's hard right? right I've never been in that situation where I felt that I couldn't be who I wanted to be with or I felt like I had pressure to lie to the people around me and I probably wouldn't be very happy in a marriage that I didn't want to be married to somebody but that if that's what I have to do then then that's again kind of what we were talking about with the earlier survival right mm-hmm. so yeah I so would I'd marry like, a homie if they needed a beard but I think it's it, I don't even think it's about that. It's more about like, how would you feel as a woman? You went into this thinking, I get to marry this man for whatever reason, right? Religious, cultural, whatever reason you love him, you don't love him, whatever reason that you guys had, we came married, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you think you would feel uh, finding out that he's, I think it's harder for us, right? Because maybe a little bit different for you because um, of your faith and, and Mm -hmm. how deeply you feel about that or don't deeply feel about that. Um, because I feel like I, I feel comfortable. I, I say that I've never been married. I right. feel like I would feel comfortable divorcing someone. Sure. But, you know, maybe not. So how do you feel like putting yourself in that situation? Do you think that you would just kind of stick with it and be like, you know, we have established this? Or is it like I want you to be happy with somebody else? Or um, It would mm-hmm.
2: depend on the circumstances of the marriage. If it were like an arranged marriage situation, like we weren't in love and I found out he was gay. And me personally. And I'm like, Okay, well, do you, do you need a beard? I can be that beard and we can just like live our separate lives. And then when we need to mm-hmm. be together, we can do that. But that's, that would be an ideal marriage for me, honestly. We, one of my best friends have already talked about it. They're like, at a set age when we need those tax benefits, like, papi, we just going to get married. And we're going to move to Oregon and bi- get a big farm and rescue dogs and live happily ever after with our many affairs.
4: Brittany, how about you? Do you think? I'll oh, see, I don't have any
1: religious ties like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not want him to be happy. And if he's not happy with me, I can't. I almost said something he was going to have to cut out but I mean I can't grow male parts I mean it's not going to happen I will never be what he wants he will never be happy with me because of his you know his sexuality and if we had a kid I mean yeah would it hurt my feelings I mean sure yeah I mean we've been married we had a kid together you know would I be mad at you how can I be mad at you how can I be you didn't choose how can I be mad at you um, that like I said, they would still be in the kid's lives. Um, we would not have to have a talk with the child. Um, that would be a peaceful divorce. And if we, Amicable, we, yeah, and if we need, like, say, his family was was you know, like, oh, you need to be with a woman, then okay, yeah, we'll just we'll stay. I'll be your cover up if you need me to. Um, it's just I'm not sexuality. Is something that you cannot control, and nope I mean hell, you can be 56 years old and find out hey actually I'm not straight I'm actually gay or I'm pansexual you know there's just sometimes it just clicks early and sometimes it just clicks late I mean I, I could never hate somebody for who they're attracted to so whether they hurt me in the process or not you know I just go about my um, tuck my little feelings in so they could be happy but
4: yeah Stevie I'm gonna throw it to you now you find out she's cheated on you with another woman or even you find out that Ooh, she's gay
0: that's, that's a, see that's another thing though oh absolutely. I think when it comes to a woman cheating with another woman it's seen as something like "Ooh, that's cool <laughs> that's like, desirable it's <laughs> desirable bring her in we can make something work but I think if it was a man who cheated with another man then it's just like that's what do you disgusting. mean yeah. you're gay like how could you so and and that hasn't been you guys's perspective uh Brittany and Kelly like thank god but what i'm saying is like have you met any and my friends uh, yes I have. <laughs> but there is a difference in that though when it comes to a man cheating with another man and a woman cheating with another woman but still stevie like how would you
3: what would your response be matter there because apparently i was able to like fulfill her needs um in a way that i guess a woman fulfilled it for like so that was if she's happy being with a woman then so be it, you know. It's starting to be like more common nowadays anyway, a woman leaving a man for another woman. Based off of uh, with friends I know that's it's happened to them before. Um I have a couple of teachers that um have kids, but ended up being going from men and being married to women now. So, I mean it's pretty common. I wouldn't be like, Well no, I'd be still kinda hurt about it, but you know, it's just time to move on on to the next one, you know try to support her the best way I can during the divorce process. And, you know, I'm probably not, I probably don't believe in the cover-up part. I probably won't be a cover-up, but I'm just going to let her go and, you know, have a nice life, you know, good luck on your future endeavors. Do you guys believe in the statement, once a cheater, always a cheater? Yup, gonna pop it off to a certain extent, <laughs> to a certain extent, you know, because yeah, everybody makes mistakes, stuff like that. But she just like cheated, like who's just like I previously stated. Who's to say that she's not going to cheat again? Who's to say she's not going to cheat again? Who's to say you're not going to cheat again? Yeah, exactly. That's why I said to my certain extent. Who said I'm not going to cheat again? I'm trying to like be better and learn from it. I mean, I've been cheated since then because I ain't been in a relationship. So, <laughs> you know, so, hey. I'm haven't cheated because I haven't
2: had the
3: opportunity. No, so. nah, but nah, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm going to cheat if I've been in another relationship. But yeah, once you I was cheated for sure. To up to a certain extent. I'm not like, going to just say like, flat out, but yeah, to, up to a certain extent.
2: I'm going to say slat out. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Mm. Because there's a a sense of sadness, self-indulgence that if that is part of your being, that's never going to evolve. It's never going to go away. Mm. Who you are is who you are.
0: So with asking that question, is there a a difference between something like we said, a drunken night versus you know, I guess something that was then more intentional, I guess would be the word. Yeah. Then with using those two, do you still believe with either one of those cases, to, once a cheater, always a cheater?
2: See, you keep bringing up drunken nights, and as a female, like that has a totally different, yeah. yeah, yeah, take for me.
3: <clears throat> yeah, it's a difference though. That's one, up to a certain extent. That's the difference yeah. with the drunken night and intentional. Did I say that in the episode?
4: We talk. We go into it.
0: Yeah, I think I said in the episode, like i I'm, even bringing up like the whole drunken nights thing, like that can be very like. Mm-hmm. Was this really a drunken night? Because I didn't know what was called. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think um, a little bit more of a mature Keenan wants to put like an asterisk there towards the statement that emotionally, I guess just understanding that emotionally cheating and physically cheating are both wrong, but different. And the fact that sometimes when you're leading into something that's more emotional, you don't realize maybe in that moment what you're doing. And I use the analogy of, um, maybe I'm having a conversation with someone about what's going on and it gets to be deeper and deeper with this person. And I could stop myself by saying, you know what? I should be having this conversation, not with you, but with my significant other. So I think sometimes in the moment, we don't realize how or when a boundary or a line is being crossed. Mm
2: -hmm. See, but I, to begin with, don't know how to keep any of my own damn secrets. And then Drunk Kelly will tell you literally anything you want to, anything you want to know. Drunk Kelly also loves everybody. So... I will never physically cheat on anybody, but I'm a very affectionate person to begin with. And so, drunk, I get affectionate. I will not cheat on anybody. I will not like make out with somebody or sleep with somebody else. But I'm gonna be affectionate with my friends and tell them how much I love them and tell them all my dirty little secrets if they want to know. Is that emotional cheating? I would say no. Mm-hmm. I'll say no.
1: Yeah. No.
3: There. We do the B. Are you? Yeah. 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 Maybe it's what I just get more friendly. And, and I she? think that's what she's
0: referencing. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Just being more friendly, whereas... That's not she That's not a personality.
3: It's
2: just, right. That's not cheating. That's personality. Yeah. Yeah. If
3: we were like, you know, locking in a... In a enhancing it. Yeah. Um, mm. I feel like there's a gray area with that, though. Because
0: if I'm the other person, how do I know or you also can't tell me how to feel so if i feel like okay hey like you can be free and go hug up on people when you're drunk whatever whatever but what about my boundaries for my relationship for our relationship right but also my own personal i think there, there can be a line between insecurity and boundary with that mm-hmm. because you know sometimes it's like okay I'm literally just hating somebody. What is your problem? Right. But at some point, it's just like, okay, now wait a minute. This is our 50th right. on the street. I,
2: mm-hmm. I can't tell you how to feel, but you get to determine how comfortable I like, can be with the people around me?
0: Absolutely not. That's why, that's when compatibility comes into play.
2: Right. There's also guys with insecurities who think that everyone is into you. So how do you, yeah. how do you gauge if you're that person's insecure or if so, you actually chumming? Yeah. yeah. No, one has any advice yeah. for that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. That's
1: okay. a very gray area. I mean, yeah, it it, it is. really is. It's
0: That's why I think it's important before you even step into a relationship. And, and some of the things, you know, it's going to be ironed out. But knowing what your boundaries are, what's important to you, mm-hmm. what you can take in a relationship, what you cannot. If you should even be in a relationship, if you're mature enough to handle one. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> That's
2: a hard pass, son. <laughs>
0: No comment. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's just all, you know, one's own personal journey.